Have you been feeling down on yourself in this season? Have you picked up a place and a state of self-pity, of self-doubt, of feeling hopeless, of pointing the blame? Are you making excuses? Are you allowing the fears from your past and the mistakes that you may have made or the self-doubt that you may have or the self-pity keep you in a place of procrastination? This message was given to me today to alert you, to alarm you, to prepare you, and to ask you the question, do you want to be made well? Welcome to the Modern Day P31 Woman. I'm your host, Crystal, the CEO and founder of the Proverbs 31 Women's Organization. If you identify yourself as a P31 woman, you're in the right place. Let's get into it. So I'm going to be very honest with you. This message was given to me. Well, most messages God gives to me are in a place in the state where I'm resting. I was actually listening to a podcast episode from Sarah Jakes Roberts. And oftentimes when I'm listening to ministers or preachers preach, I am imagining Jesus talking. I'm imagining the scenes that they are illustrating through their preaching. And sometimes I get lost and caught up in the scene that is playing in my mind. And then God will ignite something in me and their baby leaping will make my baby leap, <laughs> you know? And so that's what kind of happened today. Um, I have been pondering these past couple of days about love and about healing. And I'm someone who's very, very big on healing. I'm very passionate about pursuing purpose. I'm very big on doing the things that God has, has given and created us to do. And this is why I believe that God has called me to you know, lead women and to lead young leaders in the way that he's given it to me is because he's given me this passion and this desire to see people made well, to see people whole. And what inspired me to, to talk to you today was this very message. Every time I am given the thoughts of people being made well, um, I am giving this scene from Jesus when he interfaced and encountered the man by the pool of Bethesda. And you will actually find this passage in John chapter five, starting in verse one. I'm going to start in verse five and just read through a little bit. It says, now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no man to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said to him, rise, take up your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. And that day was the Sabbath. And so what a coincidence that day was the Sabbath. For me, this day is my Sabbath. Um, giving this message, receiving this message from God to deliver it, to serve you with it. And, and Jesus is asking you this question, do you want to be made well? For me, when I was in a long season, a season of long suffering, of constantly being in pain, constantly being afflicted, 
constantly being tormented by the idea of me wanting to pursue purpose, but feeling like I was always being held back. I was always being stepped over, looked over, looked down upon, misunderstood, not represented, you know, for a long time, this man was in his affirmity, infirmity for 38 years. Can you imagine being in a state of sickness for 38 years, how you would feel, how you would feel just so burdened by life, how you would feel like, man, maybe it's just not meant for me to be made well. Maybe it's just meant for me to just stay in this sickness. And what I find interesting about this story is that the Bible tells us that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And oftentimes when Jesus confronts you, it's to bring up out of you, it's to purge the iniquity in your heart. When Jesus asks this man, do you want to be made well? The, the common answer would should be yes. You know, like this is Jesus talking to you, whether this man knew it was Jesus or not, if he knew Jesus's track record, you know, you would naturally want to respond like, oh, of course I want to be made well. Yes, heal me. But what I found interesting about this man was he answered Jesus's question with excuses. Instead of him giving a response of yes and amen, it was, well, here's my situation. Here's what I've been through. Here's what always happens to me when I try. Is that you? Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt like, man, I have tried to be better. I have tried to be made well. I have tried to start the business. I have tried to build a relationship with someone. I have tried to make friends. I've tried to, to, to lose weight. I've tried to work out. I've tried to eat better. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried. And in those times that I've tried, I failed. Either someone would get there before me. I would be passed over, looked over. People wouldn't receive what I had to give. Like, man, I have been in those situations and I have been in that place for such a long time that I can relate to that man. I can relate to the way that he answered Jesus because the same way Jesus asked him that question, Jesus has asked me that question. Do you want to be made well? And what God revealed to me in the season of my infirmity when I felt self-pity and I was constantly being reminded of all the times that I tried and I failed, I had faith, I walked on water and I, I almost drowned. It didn't work out. Things didn't happen the way that I had the faith to believe that they would. What do you do when you feel like your faith has failed you? What do you do when you, you feel like I have tried, it didn't work out? There will be seasons and times in your life where God will test your resolve. He will test you to see how many times are you willing to fall down and get back up again? How many times are you willing to walk out on faith when the first time you walked on water, you looked around, you got distracted and you almost sank? but I saved you, I rescued you, and I'm still expecting you to try again. Will you have enough faith to try again? Will you have enough faith to trust Jesus in this season, to take his hand, to answer his question with a reasonable response, not with self-pity, not with self-doubt, not with excuses, not with what has happened to you before, but will you answer him the way in which he is hoping you will respond? When the man gave Jesus his excuses, Jesus ignored his excuses. That's what I love about Jesus. Jesus is so like real, okay? He is so authentic. Jesus could have literally sat there and you know been in deep conversation with this man about his past and what happened. Jesus straight up ignored this man's excuses because Jesus knows who he is. He knew who he was in, 
in his identity. He's like, I am a healer. I did not come here to reason with your self-pity. I did not come here to reason with your self-doubt. I actually came here to give you an opportunity to be served in this day. Will you receive it? Jesus responded to the man's excuses by saying, rise, take up your bed and walk. This is my commandment to you in this day. This is how I'm going to respond to your excuses, how I'm going to respond to your self-pity, how I'm going to respond to your self-doubt, how I'm going to respond to the way that you look at yourself in this moment, in this time. Jesus is asking you, do you want to be made well? And in response to what wants to come out of your heart, the issues that are flowing out of your heart and out of your mind right now, Jesus's response is a commandment to rise, take up your bed and walk. Now, what's also beautiful about this story about the man who was sitting by the pool of Bethesda and his encounter with Jesus that day was the Bible says that immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. The man was made well and he did exactly what Jesus told him to do. Your healing will be in the response of your obedience. What has God told you to do? What has he asked you to do? What has he put in your heart to be purposed out for your life? Your healing will be made on the transformation of your journey of faith. It is in your obedience that you find healing. It is in your obedience that you find grace. It is in you doing exactly what Jesus has told you to do. You will find other stories of healing where Jesus would tell people to go do certain things. And those people would only be made well if they did what Jesus said. Have you been being obedient? What is Jesus telling you to do now? What did he tell you last season? Did you obey him last season? And what is he telling you now in this season? Because oftentimes for us, the healing will not come in the way or in the form that we are anticipating. This man who had an infirmity for 38 years was sitting by a pool that he saw other people being healed by. So his expectation was to be healed in the same way, but his healing came in a different form. It came in another way and it came in a time at a place that he was not expecting. Jesus wants you to expect to be healed. You have been called and anointed to be healed. You are not helpless. You were created and designed to be helpful. The Bible says that we have been called to be a blessing. We as the children of God, we as sons and daughters of God have been called to be a blessing. The Bible also says that all of creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons of God. This is your time. This is your time and this is your season to receive a healing. Do you want to be made well? If God is calling you to something, it's because he's already appointed and anointed you to take over, to take that position. But you have to accept what he has for you. The things that God would tell me in the seasons of time when I had self-doubt and I had self-pity, he would tell me, Crystal, I need you to accept the life that I have for you. Are you willing and ready to accept the life, to accept the calling, to accept the anointing that God has already laid out and determined is for you. It already has your name on it. Will you receive it? Will you take it in this day? Will you accept the good gift that God wants to give you? Because you know what it's going to require? Your faith, your vulnerability, your willingness to step out and try again. 
your obedience. Will you be obedient to God in this day? Will you be willing to try again? That is what God has for you today. That is what he is requiring for you in this day, because there are people who need you. They need your healing. They need your story. They need the power and the authority and the anointing that comes with the gift that God has given you. They need it. They need it from you. You can only take people to the place where you have been. And if the only place you have been has been self-doubt, self-pity, darkness, defeat, despair, you will not be able to help anyone. And so before we can be commissioned out to help and to serve others, we first have to get to a place where we can receive the help and the giftings and the callings and the anointings that comes when you build and connect to Jesus Christ. This is why I'm always preaching relationship with God. This is why I'm always preaching obedience because your purpose requires that. It's a necessity. Healing for you is not optional. Healing for your calling and for your purpose is the desire of God. It is a necessity. You are required to be healed. You are required to be whole. God wants to make you whole. God wants to heal you in this season. But first, he's going to ask you the question, do you want to be made well? And with the excuses that you give him, with the feelings that you give over to God, God wants to hear your feelings. God will still listen to your excuses, but his response will not be to reason with your excuses. His response will be a commandment. Rise up, take up your bed and walk. The very thing that you have been sitting on is the thing that God has anointed you to pick up and walk. That man had been laying on that bed waiting to be healed. And Jesus came in a moment and said, rise up, take up your bed, take up the very thing that you have been sitting on, the thing that you feel is nothing. The thing that you feel is just meant to be there to serve you, to sit on, to lay on. You have been sleeping on yourself. Jesus said, rise up, take up your bed and walk. Rise up, take up your bed and walk. The thing that you have been sleeping on, the thing that you have been sitting on, the thing that you feel has no purpose, Jesus says in this day, rise up, take up your bed and walk. This very day, I am giving you a commandment to rise up, take up your bed, take up the thing that you have been sitting on, the thing that I have called you to do, the thing that I have anointed you to do, take it up, rise up, take up your bed and walk. In this day, this is what the Lord is calling you to do. This is the message that Jesus Christ has given me today to give to you is to rise up, to take up your bed and walk. Did you enjoy this episode? Do us a favor by sharing your thoughts with us online by tagging at P31WomenOrg on Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast show so that you get updates and notifications on new episodes and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts.